Autobots transform. <laughs> well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show. I'm Paul. I said what, what, in the butt. <laughs> Today it is season two, episode 15 of Transformers Prime. It is toxicity. This episode was directed by Scooter Tidwell. It was written by Steve Melching. Scooter! Uh, Scooter. And in the last episode, Ratchet and Wheeljack tangled with Soundwave and his tentacles and laser beak, and Soundwave acquired the relic of Sonic the Hedgehog. But <laughs> Ratchet and Wheeljack ended up with the Iacon database and a friendship. Aww. And in this episode, Megatron asks the... He's, he's going to talk to the Insecticons. They have a hive in the Nemesis now. Yep, they got their own bedroom and they're all in there and Megatron enters and he's like, all right, which one of you is the fiercest among you? And one of them comes down and says, it is I... I am hard shell. Hey, fellas. Hey, Lou. Uh, yeah, we don't need to. The like buttons, we're not using it. It's still dangerously radioactive. Like button? Well, what are you talking about? I'm here for the new toy. Herman's busy with his uh, corporate takeover. Corporate takeover? Uh, by corporate, I mean um, nothing nefarious. His nothing nefarious takeover? Uh, yeah, anyway, it's a new Insecticon. It's a uh, hard shell. It looks like Greg. Uh, yeah, how about that? Anyway, you know the deal. Buy it for your kids. Money in my pocket. Cocaine. Ha ha ha. Bonus. Uh, I'll see you later, fellas. Okay. Okay, well, anyway, yeah, Megatron tells Hardshell to go find this next relic, and we have our opener. Mm-hmm. And when we come back, uh, four Insecticons come out of a ground bridge, and I guess... Hardshell's one of them. He tells them to uh, divide and don't hesitate to conquer. Yeah, don't, the, this completely uninhabited area. Yes. Uh, so we go back. Th- okay, I just have to say from the beginning, Paul, this episode is such a great culmination to this, this storyline of everybody splitting up in that the the writing gymnastics they had to do to make everything line up is so good because we go back and this is it starts with Optimus telling Miko and Jack to accompany RC and Bumblebee to New York. Yep. And uh, remember I, that I like when uh, Miko's running to, to Bumblebee, you just hear uh, Bulkhead's like, yeah, take care of her being at the same time. Ref's like, take care of him, Miko. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, then they're gone. Optimus says, Bulkhead, you go to the equator and you find the next relic. Mm-hmm. And uh, Raf and Agent Fowler will be your backup. And then it just shows Fowler lying in bed. He's like, I can has cheeseburger. I was like, yeah, okay, funny. But like that, this episode came out in 2014. That line and meme was old even then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bulkhead arrives on like a cooled down lava flow. Pretty much. It's a volcanic region. He doesn't see anything. He's like, I don't see anything. Is this the right spot? It's just like. Man, don't move anything. Don't look around. It's like, it didn't fall into my outstretched hands. Am I in the right spot? Like, So he calls Raph for directions, and Raph says, like, this is your, you're where you're supposed to be. And then, conveniently, Fowler wakes up and needs a coffee. Yep. And uh, back with Bulkhead, he's like, look, there's nothing here. But then we get this flying Insecticon's point of view. It's like evil vision, uh, my friend of mine used to call it, like from the evil day where you always see 100%. it. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And it flies in, grabs Bulkhead. Yeah, and it's for the beginning. It's hard to tell who's Hardshell and who's his three uh, goons. Let's call them. But yeah, it's like Scourge and the Sweeps all over again. Yeah, 
but Hardshell very quickly realizes that Bulkhead's a wrecker. And Bulkhead's got a line like, have, have we tangoed before? He's like, no, I just fucking <laughs> yeah. hate wreckers. So Bulkhead, true to his name, gets out both wrecking balls and starts attacking. But Hardshell fends him off. And then Bulkhead... Oh, there's a great bit where Hardshell catches one of the wrecking balls in his hand. And Bulkhead has this momentary look of concern on his face. Yeah, it's like, oh, shit, this guy's a little tougher than I'm used to. But then Bulkhead gets the guns out and starts blasting and then gets the wrecking balls back out and just lays him the fuck out. And this is this was a, a smart move where Bulkhead clips off one of Hardshell's uh, feelers, antenna or whatever they are. Yeah. So for the rest of the episode, you can tell who Hardshell is. He's the one missing an antenna. Okay. Yeah, that's it. But um, he, yeah, he does punch out uh, Hardshell, but it took a lot out of him. He's really... Uh, winded, I guess. Yeah, he transforms, drives off, and back at the base, Bulkhead radios into Raf, but uh, Raf's busy coding the the virus for Ratchet from yeah. last time. But uh, Agent Fowler will take it from there. He's up. He's had his coffee. He's all set to go. I really like how Fowler and Bulkhead kind of they bond. There's a camaraderie in this episode. Mm. But uh, Bulkhead, despite being a dum dum, figures you know what the lava flow pl- probably carried this relic away. And as he's saying that, he realizes he's leaking energon. He has a bit of a moment where he like wipes his lip and <laughs> spits energon on the ground like blood. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he so he drives off to find the the relic well agent fowler even asks him like okay if it's been carried away by magma underground it shouldn't it be destroyed and bulkhead's like man it survived interstellar travel it, it's gonna be just fine don't worry about it so Hardshell wakes up uh the other insecticons come down and he's like for some reason that wrecker left me alive i will not let him make that mistake again and yeah meanwhile bulkhead finds the relic and he rips the lid off the thing and it turns out it's a type of energon and uh fowler's like well that's good isn't it and he's like no not this stuff this is tox n <laughs> so i wrote it down as tox dash n and it causes dizziness and eventually it's fatal to transformers commercial break in the beginning came the beasts but nature lies they're robots in disguise <laughs> Beast Wars, heroic new Maximals battle the evil reptile and insect forces of the Predacons. Evil Waspinator changes from insect to high tech and puts the sting on Cheetor. But there's more to Cheetor than meets the eye. Under the skin lurks a robot within, with hidden weapons firing. All new Beast Wars, each sold separately. And when we come back, Fowler tells Bunk Bunkhead, Bulkhead, to he's like, just get it, get away from it, like ditch, ditch it, baby. And Bulkhead's like, no, yeah, no, no. if it's that dangerous, the cons aren't going to want it either. But apparently, Megatron had figured out a way to refine and weaponize it, and he killed a shit ton of Autobots in the Cybertronic Cybertron Wars uh, with this toxin stuff. Yep. So Fowler's like, all right, well, then bring it back here so they can't get it. And Bulkhead's like, no, I'm not bringing it near more Transformers. Like, there's Apparently, there's not really a safe way to contain this except the fucking canister it came in, apparently. Yes. But let's forget that. Um, so he says, what I'm going to do is throw it into the volcano. Yep. Then we're going to throw it into the magma that it was already in. But anyway, he pulls out a grenade and he says, but... Uh, he hears Insecticons approaching. He can hear them flying. He's like, I'll take care of this wrecker style. He pulls out a grenade. And uh, the so he takes off. 
still leaking energon. Mm. Uh, but before we see him leave, we actually see the Insecticons come and Bulkhead's gone. And they're like, oh, there it is. And and one of them opens it up and you hear, and uh, <laughs> yeah. Bul- uh, not Bulkhead, Hardshell just says, shit, and it blows up. And I, it seems that he left some in because it like peppers him, like fucking- um, Just shards of it. In yeah. his face, like a fucking nail bomb went off kind of a or thing. I was going to say, what's that thing that uh, farmers put in their shotgun? Salt shot or salt stone? There's a thing farmers put in their shotguns that doesn't kill wildlife, but scares off the wolves and shit, and it stings and burns. Buckshot. Is it Buckshot? No, that doesn't matter. I don't know guns. Uh, <laughs> what's important is that one of the Insecticons is dead. He's down. And uh, meanwhile, Bulkhead, he's, yeah, he's making off with at least some of it. So he's got it with him and he's going to throw it in the volcano. But then he sneezes or something and some more Energon goes flying, which I guess gives him an idea. Yeah. So Hardshell calls into Megatron, uh, who says, hey, apparently uh, the, the Wrecker has Toxin and he's off. and is very quickly ordered by Megatron to just fucking kill Bulkhead then. Yeah, I like how Megatron's like, oh, you found that. How much did you find? It's not, oh, get away from it or yeah, anything. It's, yeah. oh, how much did you get? Bulkhead <laughs> is driving away from the volcano and in the wrong direction and leaving a trail of Energon. And uh, Fowler's like, dude, you're going the wrong way. He's like, no, I got a plan. Trust me. Mm-hmm. But uh, the Insecticons find the trail and Hardshell tastes it for some reason. It's like, yeah, it's the Wrecker, all right. Find him. Because, you know what, this is, the Energon is blood, and it's that creepy moment of the bad guy tasting blood. Yeah. That's, I think, why they did it. But uh, we go back to Bulkhead, and he's still talking to Fowler, and he's transformed now, carrying this uh, toxin. Yeah, it's just sitting on the roof. Yeah. <laughs> and, oh, yeah, when he's driving. Um, and uh, he explains to Fowler, I just led them far away, but, it, it, like, he's apparently he's not leaking Energon anymore. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, and they, the two of them, they're kind of, this is where I like their back and forth. They're, they're talking smack to each other, basically, but it's very friendly. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. Because, like, uh, Feller's like, oh, the old uh, false trail bit. That reminds me of the things we used to get up to back in the day. And Bucket's like, really? <laughs> Doing what? Like, I can't see he was anything more than a rodeo clown, I think he said. Yeah. <laughs> and this is where Fowler explains, at least to Bulkhead, oh, I used to be in ranger training. There's a lot of... It, it really does feel like two soldiers shooting the shit. Yeah, it's like I used to be an army ranger and I could wreck with the best of them. Mm. So as they're talking, Optimus calls in. And he's like, I need you to clear this Antarctic research base. And this was, I was glad that they at least acknowledged how Fowler did that. Because we both complained about that in the, uh, in the, um, yeah, what did he tell them? Episode. <laughs> well, what he told them was there's a solar flare, run for it. Which, wouldn't they have the equipment to detect that at an Antarctic research Absolutely. station? Or, I thought it'd be funny, though, if it cut to the research because he he hangs up without even getting a response he's like yeah base is clear prime move in be funny if just showed these two guys at the station that are russian or something like what do you say i don't know man i don't speak english (laughs) (laughs) so we go back to bulkhead and he's he's starting to get tired and transforms into robot mode almost out of desperation because now he's leaking energy on again and he keeps lumbering towards the top Mm mm-hmm and uh, he's like, oh, it's a dirty job. Only a wrecker can do it. And then it looks like he, he trips on something and falls on his back. And he's like, oh, that's it. Uh, I, I can't do it. <laughs> and and uh, Fowler's like, you know, bulkhead, bulkhead over the comm. And bulkhead is passing out. Commercial break. Hi, I'm Mike DeRuke. And I'm Sammy Cox. And we'd like to introduce you to our new podcast from Defense Industries. Smokescreen Smoke Sucks. sucks. 
Smokescreen Sucks is an in-depth look at one of the Transformers' most beloved characters, Smokescreen. No, he sucks. That's the name of the show. Yeah, I know that. I'm just saying, look, forget it. We'll have interviews with fans and writers of the show and appearances by Jack Angel himself. Who's Jack Angel? Seriously? He's the original voice of Smokescreen. I didn't know that. You interviewed him. Oh, yeah. Do you have a favorite story from your time on Transformers? I originally went in to read for one of the good characters, you know, like Huffer, who we called Willie the Jackass back then. They ended up paying me to voice Smokescreen. He sucks a lot, but, you know, ten bucks is ten bucks. Thank you for your time, Mr. Angel. That was a whole interview? No, I have other interviews. And then Wally Burr, we call him Willie the Jackass back then. He shows Al's head in a bucket of water and shouts, Willie! We called Al Willie the Jackass back then. Willie, he shouts, let's see you sound like Sea Spray now. Thank you for your time, Mr. Angel. We'll also have listener contests for sweet smokescreen swag, as well as... I have another interview. Can we just finish the... Well, then Willie the Jackass, that's what we called him back then, drops his pants and says, I got your matrix of leadership right here. Thank you for your time, Mr. Angel. Please, call me Willie the Jackass. <sighs> you can find Smokescreen Sucks on all your favorite podcast apps as well as select SO gas stations. So join me, Mike Daruki. And me, Sammy Cox, for Smokescreen Smoke Sucks. Sucks. Good job, Willie. Agent Fowler's still trying to get a hold of him, and he finally contacts him, and Bulkhead's like, hey, Ranger. <laughs> He's like, uh, well, you had me scared there, two-ton. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I really like these two together. I wish we had have seen more Fowler and Bulkhead previously, but um, Fowler says, hey, look, You've made it through worse. You can do this. And yep. we, I don't we want have to hear a, that kind of talk from you. That's I can't do it. Shit. You're going to get up and you're going to do it. <laughs> and we have a fairly good montage of like all the abuse that uh, Bulkhead has taken yeah. thus far. I didn't realize how many times he got the shit kicked out of him. And he still kept on going. And but back in the present, I guess, Bulkhead's like, yeah, that wasn't worse than this. And Fowler's like, all right, soldier. You're on a mission. You got to complete that mission. You know why you're on that mission. And then it just shows a bunch of flashbacks, a bulkhead with Miko, like all, all the situations like, especially the one where the rocks are falling and Miko's just huddled down, scared out of her mind. And he's protecting her at all costs. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. It is good. And it's a great setup for what's going to happen in the next episode. But Bulkhead, he that that did it. That was enough. And he gets back up and keeps lumbering onward. And this is when the Insecticons realize they were led astray and they circle back. Yeah, he was led us this way. He was bleeding on purpose, the fucker. <laughs> uh, we need to me. anticipate where he's going. And uh, they just look at the volcano. Guess the figure he's heading there. And this, so the last shot we had of Bulkhead, it looked like he was at the base of this volcano. Next shot, he's at the top. Yep, he's there. <laughs> Feller's like, well, all right, just dump the rock and come on home. Yeah. So uh, Bulkhead's, he gets to like the inside of the crater, but it's like hard, yeah. dried lava on the top or cooled lava. And there's one hole or crevice that he's got to throw it in. So he starts lumbering there just when Fowler gets a call from Miko in the subway tunnels. Yeah, because this is the part, I guess, where they make Vogel a deputy of interstellar relations. Because he's like, Miko, I'm in the middle of this. All right, put him on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> it was really good. And um, we then go back uh, to Hard Shell. Uh, because he and the two remaining Insecticons land in the crater and surround Bulkhead before he can throw away the toxin. And he's like, I gotta swat some flies. And he throws a grenade at one of them. Mm-hmm. Kaboom. And it, and like, takes him out. And then uh, there was 
So Hardshell attacks, and Bulkhead, like, shoves the toxin in his face. Yeah, he's like, here, and hold like, this. <laughs> yeah, knocks him to the ground, hold this. And then starts fighting the one remaining Insecticon. And then back with Bulkhead, Agent Fowler tells him, all right, Miko is safe, like, mission accomplished. And Bulkhead's like, that's my girl. <laughs> yeah, so the other Insect, or Hardshell starts getting back up. And I don't know why the one, so, again, it's, Unless they do a close-up of the face, you can't really tell who Hardshell is in the other Insecticons. I think Hardshell was the one down with the toxin because he shoots Bulkhead later. I'm getting ahead of myself. But Bulkhead is fighting the other Insecticon who, for some reason, orders Hardshell to report back to the Nemesis. Yeah, for a containment unit. And uh, Bulkhead attacks, but Hardshell is just too much for him at this point. He's just so messed yeah. up at this point. So I th- yeah, I think he's fighting Hardshell. But Hardshell ends up punching Bulkhead out, dropping him. Oh, and, he's down. Yeah. And back at base, uh, Ratchet returns from his mission uh, without Wheeljack. Or his mission with Wheeljack, but he's not with Wheeljack. Yeah. And then back at the volcano, Bulkhead uh, takes out... See, this is where I got confused, because I feel like the one he was fighting may have not been yeah. Hardshell, because <laughs> he punches that one out, and then Hardshell wakes up and... T- uh, either way, Hardshell... Um, falls in the one of them falls into the lava what what happens well it's See, this it got confusing yeah it well got confusing. the way i have it is like back with bulkhead halt uh Hartshell has bulkhead on the ropes but bulkhead just grabs him and like throws him on top of this toxin energon thing and he starts shoving his face right into it and he's like you want a taste of this do ya <laughs> and then he gets out the wrecking balls and just smashes them yeah again so i, I either way he ends up knocking Hardshell with the toxin into the lava below. Yeah, because he throws it at him and says, here, catch. And then he does, and the whole th- business falls into the lava, Hardshell and the thing. And it just shows this uh, toxin dissolving or melting or Very whatever Very T2 and Lord of the Rings. Very much, yes, yes. yes. So now you think he would have seen Hardshell down there but i guess Hardshell was in the lava which indicates that an insecticon at least but maybe a transformer can survive being dipped in lava which is kind of badass but bulkhead up top calls for a ground bridge yep and then behind him you just see Hardshell climbing up and he's all smoking and steaming and everything he's else so. smoking remember that <laughs> from the mask smoking <laughs> And uh, yeah, the ground bridge open and Bulkhead's kind of limping towards it because he's really, really messed up. But Mm -hmm. uh, Hardshell just shoots him right in the back and that sends him flying through the ground bridge to Autobot headquarters. And I thought there'd be a to be continued, but there's not. It's just, that's it. Bulkhead figures the thing must have drifted from where the ancient Autobots left it because of geological activity in the last few million years. That makes quite a lot of sense, actually, which begs the question why everything else so far was in exactly the same place they left it. Anyway, he figures it must have been carried away by magma, and Agent Fowler thinks it's probably charcoal then, but Bulkhead reminds him this thing survived interstellar travel. Magma will be the least of its worries, you know, the magma that destroys the stuff at the end. I guess the urn is like a thermos or something. It just stays cool inside, even though it's in molten rock for several million years. And it survived interstellar space? 
space. Like, so the thing itself was in space and not inside the space ship. Like, did they strap it to the roof racks? Did they tow it behind them in a rubber dinghy? Like, it does matter. The real question is why they bothered saving it in the first place. If it's so damn dangerous, just destroy it in the middle of space and have it done. You don't lug it to another planet, another star system, and bury it next to a volcano that you could have destroyed. Here we are at the end of another episode of To Fin Piss. The next episode we're going to review is Hurt. If you want to see something that Johnny Cash could have done a lot better, you can find us on Twitter. <laughs> I'm at John Sobey. Paul is at P. McPherson1. And he's not on there because he is dead. Uh, but you can rate and review us on your podcast app, whatever it is you listen to us with, whatever you listen to Johnny Cash with, and uh, tell all your friends, tell everybody you know. You can tell them that they can find old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com. And until the next episode, no disrespect to Trent Reznor. See you later. I can has cheeseburger.